Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to Chumba ChumbaCasino.com and give them a world. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. You're listening to Underground USA. Welcome back to Underground USA. My name is Frank Salvato. Be sure to check out everything we do at undergroundusa.com and sign up for the new Telegram Headlines Breaking News thing group that we've got going on over there. It's growing by leaps and bounds. Happy to see that. And sign up for our regular mail out so that you can read the things that we do over there and, and hear about the new podcast each week. Here's my Monday segment on the Captain's America with Matt Bruce, as broadcast on the Salem and Genesis Communications Networks to over 2 million people each and every night. Joining us right now, we have the man, the myth, the legend, former Chicago guy that he was, but now he's down here in the panhandle of Florida, Frank Salvato. And they're applauding you. By the way, it's uh, 63 degrees out today here at the Tampa Airport, and I would imagine it's a little chillier where you're at. Yeah, just a little bit uh, for Florida. This is this is brisk weather for sure. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, it's going to be in the 80s today, so you know, no harm, no foul. Yeah, no, it's a good sleeping weather. It's it's fine. Yep, and this is the kind of day when you open up the windows and you air the house out. You bet. You yeah. bet it is. After having the air conditioner on all, all summer. Yeah, yeah. Well, not to be outdone, the Vice President Kamala Harris seems to have stepped in it with the possibility of a couple of violations of nothing all that great. One of them, of course, being the Hatch Act and the other one being the Johnson Amendment. Which one would you like to start with? <laughs> the overarching thing here is this was pre-recorded. So yep. Yep. her entire team either didn't care and decided they were going to do it anyway or didn't know they shouldn't be doing it. But, you know, we're going to raise Cain about it, and and Republicans will will be uproaring about it, and, uh, you know, advocacy groups will be calling for investigations and charges, and the DOJ won't do a damn thing. Correct. You're right. So, therefore, we the people have to understand that Kamala Harris just stuck it right at us. And you're going you're gonna to need to understand that what she did was when she endorsed Terry McAuliffe to be Virginia's next governor on tape. And it was presented to 30 black churches to be played in the church. 
That is a violation of the law. And by the way, it's not my law. The guy that made all of this possible was former president, then Senator Lyndon Baines Johnson in 1954. Yeah, and then this goes to to illuminate the fact that this administration doesn't care if something's illegal. We saw this with the uh, with the the mortgage moratorium and the rent moratorium that was issued by the CDC. That that the Supreme Court said you can't do that. You 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 just can't do that. And Biden says, well, we're gonna we're we're gonna try to distribute as much of this money as possible before they tell me again that I don't have to do it. We're just gonna do it anyway. Yeah. You know, when we become a a country that where our leaders are just flaunting the law, mm-hmm. are, are just saying, I don't care if it's illegal or not, we're going to do what we want to do. Then we've become a nation of men and not a nation of laws. And and that's a very dangerous thing to be, because that means we, we, we follow the whim of, of the majority, and there's a tyranny of the majority. Mm-hmm. We can't have that. Our country is supposed to protect the rights of the minority at all costs. Mm-hmm. That's that's the way the Constitution and the Bill of Rights is is, is fashioned. Yep. So you know she's just going saying, "Hey, we're going to do we're going to do the politics we want to do, and the law be damned." Yeah. There's got to be consequences for that. Well, this takes me back to the days of Lois Lerner and the Tea Parties, and uh, what the Tea uh, what uh, they had to grant her immunity so that she could speak up and tell what was going on, and then the Internal Revenue Service got uh, called on the carpet. I guess they went through three or four different IRS uh, uh, directors uh, during that course of time because every time they'd get in there, they'd say something else would be just as worse as the guy before. Yeah, and that was, uh, if you remember, all those those years back back ago, I, I was the executive director of Basics Project. They went after you. They they. Went right after us and, and took our took our five hundred one c three status away. Mm-hmm. So you know, yeah, there was a, there was a lot of we don't care what the law is. We're just going to do it because we want to affect the politics of it. You know, we're right back to that. Yep. After after everything that we did in order to make sure that that kind of politics wasn't played anymore, and the election of a of a different a new president, the yep. President Trump. We're right back to where we were under Obama. Yep, and it's only going to get worse because with what time they got left, because they know they're about to lose their majority. With what time they got left, they're going to try to do everything they can. But we can stop them if we just band together and raise hell. Oh, absolutely. That's a must. All right, hold that thought. Folks, you're coming right back with more. Frank Salvato from the undergroundusa.com website, and I'm going to let Cassie take us to break. When you need to know, the Captain's America Third Watch is the place to go. Overnight, live, 2 to 6 a.m. Eastern Time on this station. More common sense, conservative talk. Did you know that Yopon is the only tea plant indigenous to the United States? Hi, I'm CJ, the owner of Emerald Coast Tea Company. We have a line of Yopon teas and Yopon tea blends that will open your eyes to tea that is literally made in the USA. Check out our entire line of teas at www.emeraldcoastteacompany.com. Honey, this ain't your mama's tea. News Insight. 
passion. AM 930, The Answer. Online at TheAnswerSarasota.com. AM 930, The Answer. This is Frank Salvato from Underground USA, and you're listening to the Captain's America Third Watch with Matt Bruce. Heard by over 2 million people coast to coast and around the world every night. Captain, let's do it. We're going to do it is right. And by the way, that uh, total last week got uh, surpassed one night because of a great big huge night we were having with calls and whatnot. And, of course, that's terrestrial radio, that's Internet radio, that's satellite radio from all around the world. And hello to our friends in India. Hello to our friends in Germany, uh, where we have a very large audience in both of those countries. Frank Salvato, UndergroundUSA.com, with us again, Mr. Frank. Mr. Captain. We are going after Nancy Pelosi after I tell you that there are a group of media outlets, several media outlets, uh, have just blown the lid off a major scandal in Trump land. This scandal could have serious ramifications for the former President Donald Trump and the Republican Party as they seek to regain control of the government in upcoming elections. Well, you got to be out of your mind if you think this is going to do anything of the likes. But it has to do with the golf course in Scotland. Well before he was president back in 2006, he wanted to build the world's best golf course. Makes sense to me. Well, come 2008, Scotland's then first minister, Alex Salmon, gave them all the permission and all the permits to go ahead and do that, the blessing of the country, and away they went. Well, come to find out, some sand dunes apparently got uh, wiped out of the, uh, wiped away out of the project, which was terrible. Nothing could be worse than the sand dunes, right? You know, this was... This is you know, mountain molehill, not even close. This is uh, this is just stupid. Who who are these media outlets and who are these people here in the United States? I can tell you. To, you know, to question what a sovereign nation has said, go ahead and do. And, and something as petty as as a, as a golf course. This is grasping at straws. Trying to, trying to create something where there isn't anything, and it's the usual suspects doing it. Yeah, well, I'm about to tell everybody who it is. Try Rachel Maddow. Try Yahoo News. Try The Hill. Try Carl Bernstein. Listen to what Carl Bernstein said. Forget about Russiagate. Forget about Ukraine. Forget about mean tweets. This is the scandal that will bring about Trump's political demise. The walls are closing in. It'll be only a matter of time before you can say the scandal is worse than Watergate. Well, I guess I guess he's jealous of Bob Woodward, huh? <laughs> well, Bob Woodward's got a book out, and Bernstein's got to yeah. try to find a scandal. But Frank... You know, in, in this this over the top stuff about Donald Trump, the entire country is done with it. Yep, yep. But Frank, I got one because Nancy Pelosi's the other one in the mix. Nancy Pelosi, okay, should be in jail for what she did in California to the wetlands just south of the San Francisco airport when she managed to use her influence to get the state to change the zoning classification from a wetlands with birds and fish and animals and wildlife and drove them out of their habitat to God knows wherever they went and uh, built a $200 million condominium, or rather her husband built a $200 million condom or con- condom condominium complex right there on the south end of the airport. Way to go, Nancy. She should have been in jail for that. 
Well, I mean, it's certainly hypocritical of her to be taking issue with uh, with a golf course in another country that gave the go ahead to go ahead and build when when she was literally standing against every environmental stance that she says that she championed. Yep. You know, so you, you look at each and every one of these people and outlets that are going after Trump. This is their stock and trade. For, for the last five years, all they've been doing is thumping that orange man bad. Mm-hmm. And they're so addicted to it that they have to go back to it at all costs because it's the only thing that they feel comfortable doing now mm-hmm. is trying to demonize now a private citizen. Yeah, He's a private citizen now. Mm-hmm. I'd love to see him task his lawyers with saying, you know what, let's go after him. Sure. Let's go after each and every one of them because they're, they're they're slandering a private citizen now, and that's against the law. Mm-hmm. Now, speaking of private citizens and against the law, China, the U.S. military, of course, with what we've just seen in Afghanistan and some of the other things that have happened recently, while they've been too busy uh, prosecuting soldiers for speaking out, China all of a sudden is running rings around us because did you hear what they did last week? Yeah, this is this is serious stuff. I mean, this is very serious stuff. A, a hypersonic, high-level, nuclear-capable missile test, and our guys didn't know it was going to happen? It orbited the Earth, Frank. It went around the Earth, so they had no idea where this thing was going. You know, this is, this is stuff that we should have known was going to happen beforehand and should have been contemplating whether we want to kind of get in there and disrupt it a little bit. But the fact that they're able to put something in in a hypersonic missile into space and and have and have it come down when it in a relatively close proximity to where they wanted it to come down, the technology should be something that we're concerned about. But the fact that we have somebody in office whose intelligence apparatus wasn't wasn't looking at this because they're looking at a false flag campaign for domestic terrorists. Like like at school board meetings and at public protests against a corrupt government, you know that, that's not what they're supposed to be doing. They're mm-hmm. supposed to be job one: keep the people safe, protect their rights. That's job one. That's the only job they have. And the fact that they have been rolling over for China and now aren't even aware of major weapons tests that had to have been in the offing for quite a while. This is an abdication of, of their duty as government in a whole. Mm-hmm. And another reason why all of the governors should start seriously thinking about nullification. Yeah, you we talked about the people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you want to protect the people? It's got to fall on the governors now because the federal government's useless. Especially along the border. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. You've got Governor Abbott down in Texas coming out publicly saying they've abandoned the border. Yep. We, we've got Mexican cartel people shooting at Texas law enforcement and Texas National Guard. Yep. And, and the federal government's doing nothing about it. It's an act of war. Well, and I'll tell got, you. And, and we've got nothing coming out of Washington. And Mayorkas, worse than a polyp in, in, in someone's butt. That's, that's how worthless this guy is. Well, I totally agree with everything you just said there, because these guys are, are it's being done intentionally. This is not something that's just uh, 
gee whiz, uh, they don't know what they're doing. No, it's intentional. Oh, absolutely. And, and, and it's intentional from Washington. It's also intentional from the cartels. Mm-hmm. They're shooting at one location while they're bringing in people. Human trafficking in another lo- location. Yeah. This is bad stuff. Can you hang on and do another segment? Yeah. Okay, I forgot yeah, to yeah. ask you, but thank you very much. We'll be right back, folks, with Frank Salvato from the Underground USA.com website. Easy for me to say. Kathy's going to give you the number. You're listening to the Captain's America Third Watch, heard live right here on this station from 2 to 6 a.m. Eastern Time, overnight Monday through Saturday. Call 877-969-8600 and tell us what's on your mind. It's 2 o'clock in the morning and news breaks. When you need to know, the place to go from 2 to 6 a.m. is the Captain's America Third Watch with Captain Matt Bruce. I'll see you there. AM 930, The Answer. All right, Frank Silvato's back with us from the UndergroundUSA.com website and the podcast and the articles and the newsletter. <laughs> Did I get it all? It's a lot, a lot of and, man. I know, but they're all good ones. Yeah, yeah. Well, thanks. Now, listen, uh, President Joe Biden, with all his infinite wisdom, has talked about solving the problem of the seaport and, oh, my God, we're going to go to 24-7. We're going to get it done. That's going to take care of it. It'll take care of the supply chain crisis. And the factories and all that stuff will be all taken care of, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Well, have you ever heard of just-in-time freight? Yeah, I have. That started back under Slick Willie Bill Clinton when we had the uh, the deal down there with the Canadian-Mexican-U.S. border allowing the trucks into the country just in time freight. That's when that started. It didn't work then. It's not working now. Because if the truck is late going from point A to B, like to the factory or the assembly line, wherever it is it's going, they'll have a whole assembly line having to pay to wait for the truck to come in to deliver the stuff so they can assemble whatever it is they're assembling. How stupid is that? Well, there's a, there's a lot of stupid going on here. Uh, you know, when, when you said infinite wisdom of Joe Biden, I almost, I almost choked. <laughs> um, you know, you, you can't stop a manufacturing supply chain cycle. Nope. Abruptly, abruptly, like they did during the, the so-called pandemic mm-hmm. and expect it to immediately start up again. It's a very, very complex thing to get back in symbiosis. Mm-hmm across the board and when you've got port union workers not cooperating with stepping up to expedite the way things are offloaded yep you're you're at the mercy now why would why would crane operators in in seaports in los angeles which are run by the teamsters union why would they want to slow this all down I don't think there's any kind of political angle to that at all, seeing as how we need to have crisis all the time to move this agenda forward. Mm-hmm. You know, hint, hint, wink, wink, nudge, nudge, say no more. You know, but, uh, you know, you can't, you can't fix the supply chain just by saying work harder. You've got to get everybody in sync the way it's supposed to be. 
And when you've got one faction just sitting there saying, we're going to work at our leisure, that's about as how fast that's as fast as supply mm-hmm. chains are going to rectify. Well, let me so, let me run this by you. You've got cargo container ships that come in, and some of those containers are stacked, say, 15 high, okay? Yeah. You've got a crane operator that's saying that, uh, no, we're not going to do anything, our ship, blah, 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 blah. Well, what they're not telling you is how many containers, what's the maximum amount of containers at any one time that they can hook up to and lift up or set down? Do you know? I have no idea. Two. Two. So if you have 15 stacked high, you got to make seven trips and go back for the last one. That's eight trips to get one row offloaded. Okay, that doesn't take 10 minutes. That doesn't take an hour. That takes three or four hours to do. Hello. Yeah, so I mean. They have no idea, Frank. They have no idea what they're talking about. No, that's, well, when you've got a, when you've got a Secretary of Transportation whose only qualification for being the Secretary of Transportation (laughs) is that he knows how to inflate a bicycle tire. That's it. Then that's what's going to happen. Logistics is not his strong point. And and then, even then, this political creature is gone mm-hmm. for two months during the biggest crisis of, 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 of the lifespan of a Secretary of Transportation. So they're not taking any of this seriously. If they were, they'd have some serious people in there. Now, here's the other thing, and you're not hearing this. And I mentioned this uh, to my buddy around the corner, Mike Gallagher. Maybe he'll mention it today in his show. I said, Mike, do you have any idea what it costs to go into a seaport if you're a driver or an owner-operator or a company driver? No. I said, try 100 to $150 for the permit for the driver and the DHS uh, 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 background check that you have to do because all that has to be done. How long do you think that takes, Mike? Well, I don't know. It can't take that long. Oh, really? How about seven, eight, nine, ten weeks at the current time? How about that? He was in shock. He couldn't believe it. Yeah, and then, and so then I you, yeah. again, if they were serious about this, don't you think they'd be waiving the fees? Well, yeah, but the fees are one hundred and fifty bucks for the driver up to that, and one hundred and fifty bucks up to that for the truck. That's three hundred dollars. You think they want to lose that? No, of course not. But that means they're not serious about getting the supply chain back on. Correct. And by the way, you know, there there are things that they can do, very simple things that they can do to expedite all of this, but they don't have anybody with brains enough to execute it. Mm-hmm. And by the way, uh, the other thing is, uh, this great uh, country of ours, we have something called the National Guard. We have something called the Merchant Marine. We have people in truck driving schools. We have all that sort of stuff that can be done. And by the way, and by oh, the and by the way, James in Clearwater is pointing something out to me. He says, "Captain, what about that trucker that was sitting at a port in the northwest that said none of the cranes were moving, and there were rows and rows and rows of trucks standing by?" He said, "Do not blame the truckers. Why is the port shut down with such a backlog in California?" Well, it's because they don't want to do it. That's right. This is. This is a. There's more to this story than just a supply chain thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There's a, you, you take a look at the at the nefarious relationship between the unions and the federal government at this time, and you'll understand a lot more about why everybody's seeing naked shelves in the stores. Mm-hmm. You know, this is this is a concerted effort, like I said, to keep this crisis alive. 
Democrats and especially fascist Democrats, like we have in power right now, Mm -hmm. they need the crisis in order to move their agenda forward. They need to have the public's attention span preoccupied with something bright and shiny. Remember what Rob Emanuel said all those years ago. Never let a good crisis go to waste. Well, if they can keep a manufactured crisis moving forward, then they can move forward anything that they want to in their agenda under the radar. And finally, what's the worst thing that we heard yesterday from uh, even Pete Buttigieg about how long it's going to take to remedy this? Did you hear what he said? Oh, yeah, well into next year. Well into 2022. You know, and that's unacceptable. Maybe. It's unacceptable on every level. So you know what? For for the time being, everybody, shop local. Mm-hmm. Yep. As a matter of fact, shop local anyway. That's right. Yep. Absolutely. Help out the little guy. Help out the person in your neighborhood. Help out the go to the farmers markets. Get your get your food. You know, if you've got if you've got local dairies, frequent them. Let's send a signal. Shop local. And, and and tell them to take their manipulation of the supply chain and stick it. Listen, Frank, I can't wait to talk to you on Friday. We're going to have plenty of fodder this week. we got lots of ammo. Stay <laughs> <laughs> low, my friend. Thank you very much. Frank Sabato, UndergroundUSA.com. UndergroundUSA.com. I'll be right back with the sports guy, Patrick Hyland. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back with a lot more coming your way. This is the Captain's America Third Watch. Be sure to check out a future podcast coming this week. I'll be talking about Chuck Schumer and the TSA and why he wants to have guard dogs in the halls. The Art Institute of Chicago going completely woke. Whether or not the people who stormed the Interior Department building should be treated like the January 6th protesters and what cattle ranchers are doing to push back. You're listening to Underground USA. My name is Frank Salvato. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back.